Good evening. This is Edward Nan, also known as Lou and Judy, and this is SonsOfGod.com. And it is the 22nd of June. This will be essentially our maiden voyage, you might say. It's been something that's been in our hearts for a long time. And we're honored to bring this level of teaching, which is truly born out of what we have lived for the past 22 years expressly. To give you just a a short bit of background about us, after having left churches that we were involved with and loved dearly, Uh, God moved us on and basically said, no one's ready for what I'm going to bring both of you into. And little did we know that we had signed up for the roller coaster ride. And the only word was, fasten your seatbelts. It's like getting the e-ticket ride in Disneyland, if you remember that from many, many years ago. So the first 12 years came and a great deal of purging and purifying and refining went on. And the word that came was let go, let go. In fact, we'd go to sleep and that's about all you could think of. Let go, let go. And God was endeavoring to change our paradigm. Now, if you understand, a paradigm is how you view reality. Every living person on the earth has their own unique paradigm, which is what makes it very challenging for people to communicate because everyone views reality slightly differently born out of their life experiences, their peers, uh, what they've been taught. It, It all comes into what you would call a paradigm. And for the most part, everyone's paradigm is far too limited because they see the world in a a limited uh, fashion. And so that was a lot of the work in those early years was to let go of everything. He would say, let go of how you have thought, what you think is possible, what is not, who you think you are, who you think I am, let it all go. Because we're carrying too much baggage. Which is a great problem for Christianity today. So much baggage. It's It's hard to enter the kingdom going through the I have a needle carrying a great deal of baggage. And so the baggage had to go. But I'll tell you this, it didn't go easy. Because there are some things we hold on to, and you just don't want to let it go. But as one item after another was released, so God began to redefine our paradigm. And we began to see reality from a different perspective. 
Very unusual experience, but so necessary if you're to walk in the high calling of sonship. Many people love God and they love the Word, but they they don't understand. You know, it's in my Father's house are many dwelling places. The first floor, the tenth floor, but the calling for the sons, those whom God has sent into the earth for this time. is a calling to live on the highest plane. You can't do that bringing baggage with you, bringing concepts, bringing ideas, bringing things you've learned which may have been good at the time that you learned them in the day of the church age. But we've long since left the days of the church. Yet, if you look on the face of the earth, there are millions of churches By and large, people have not left the church age. But God is not limited, and He has opened the portals to a day of spirit for His people to experience and to live. Most people don't realize that. They don't realize that there is something far greater. They don't realize that they've settled for something second best when God has made available the fullness of sonship. You go through and you can read the book of Romans chapter 8. And it can break your heart when you look at how much is dependent upon the breakthrough of God's sons and daughters. How does it go? All of creation is travailing for the release of the sons. Let me explain to you what that means. All of creation is not fields and trees and mountains But it, excuse me for that, I didn't turn off the phone. But it's far greater than that. The elemental spirits, the angels, so many different orders of people that live and have their abiding uh, are part of creation. And all of creation is in travail in travail for the release of the sons. And, and why are they in, in travail? Because their release is tied into your release. The sons of God are the progenitors of a new age. The sons of God are on point. And with their breakthrough comes the greatest breakthroughs that we will have ever known. It's interesting if you look at what's happening in the earth and what I want to do here in this first podcast is to lay a vision of where 
we're going with these podcasts because so much is unfolding and now time is truly short. There is such a darkness in the earth. The children of men are going about their business, you know, eat, drink, be merry, whatever, or fight the coronavirus, whatever. But something's stirring. There's a blindness in the earth like we've never seen. A darkness like Joel prophesied. A deep darkness that is on the face of the earth. There was darkness, you know, three, four decades ago. But nothing like the darkness that's upon the earth at this time. And the commensurate blindness that comes with it. It's interesting, looking into Mark 8, verse 24 recently, I I looked at that scripture a little bit differently. That's the one that talks about God healing the eyes of the blind man. Forgive me for my delay. There's such a brokenness on this. But God said to the blind man, you know, what do you see? And and the Lord touched him initially. And he says, Lord, I, I see men as trees walking. It took another touch for his eyes to open. We have been that. We have been blind. Thinking that we see so many who have been given so much from God and have walked maybe on the cutting edge for a season and have sat back and rested on their laurels Like, hey, you know, I've got a shoe into the kingdom. I'm just going to drift in. And they don't realize how blind they've become. And you don't know how blind you've become until God opens your eyes to see. That's what's in the earth. Someone says, well, deep darkness, what does that mean? Is it going to be night all the time? No deep darkness upon the people of the earth who cannot see. They, they see, but they don't see. And they don't know that they don't see. It's like going up to someone who's in deception and saying, hey, do you know you're in deception? Well, if they knew, they wouldn't be. But they don't know. What God is doing right now It can't even be quantified because he's teaching his sons like a new language. A language, a heavenly language that unless you have eyes to see and ears to hear,
you won't understand it. You can look at it and you can read it and say, Oh, I, I understand that scripture. I've known that for years. I know what that means. And they have no idea. Because the word was never written. To be a concept or a mental you know, thing that you assent to, the word is never really heard until it's experienced. And then that word becomes written within you. And it changes you. And it changes your paradigm. And you see like you've never seen before. One of the greatest issues right now that the that everyone faces, especially those called of God, is the issue of sight. Sight doesn't come easy. You know that. We've lived it. Sight comes at great cost. Literally everything that you have. But out of it comes the purity and the righteousness and the birthing of the sons of God who are indeed the light of the world. You know, we've gone down the road of judgment many times looking at what's happening in the earth. And God said, it's not time to pronounce judgment, but be the light and the light will judge the darkness. And the sons, as they come to birth now, they don't have a choice of whether they're going to judge or not judge or, or, or just what. Because your presence is judgment. Your presence is the light, for you are the children of light. Your father is the father of lights. And the light comes that it might expose the darkness. John's teaching, so mystical, but a living reality for the sons. You don't have a choice. Whether you walk down the street, go in the store, whatever you do, wherever you go, you are a living judgment to this time that we're in. There's so many things God is doing and you can dissect it down in the various areas of teaching which we endeavored to do with the first book, The Manifestation of the Sons of God, an overview of the path and many experiences that came. And that gave way to the second book which really began to delve into spiritual warfare. And the third book, the completion of the preparation of the kings and priests. And the fourth book, Into the Light, which is what's happening right now as our frequency and vibration 
changes. And as we continue to come up higher. You know, it's interesting. We've talked in the books and various messages about the book of Revelation, about the sons caught up to rule and reign. And that literally is what's happening. As the sons die out, let go, and become, they begin to ascend in the Father's house. And with that ascension, almost like Christ, when he, after he you know, passed on, he passed through the heavens, as the word says, setting the captives free. What captives? Not just those that were in the graves in Jerusalem, but the captives that exist in the Father's kingdom. And we won't even go into that at this point, but there's so many, so many. And so too, as the sons reach into this deep deliverance and transformation, the sons are setting the captives free. The sons are setting all creation free. So, where are we headed with this podcast? Well, we initially thought about having a school of prophets and seers, and then another one focused on spiritual warfare, because spiritual warfare is a very present reality as the suns come up higher and higher in the heavens. But we're just going to tie them together because it's all part of the school of prophets and seers. And that's what has been on our heart for a long time. To see the equipping of the saints for the work of service. So many people have had dreams, words, visions, prophecies about their ministry, about what God's raised them up to do. And so they have gone about doing things that God has led on this natural plane. And that has been an aspect of their calling. But the real meat and potatoes of the calling of God that's upon each of your lives won't be realized until you make the transition from this life into the next. Or like we said, from life into life. It's our last book. The real work that's facing you, the real destiny that is upon you, is meant to be fulfilled on a different level of existence than this natural plane. And that's where we're headed. It's functioning. There was a word that came many years ago by our mentor in the faith called functioning in his presence. Truly, that's what we're headed deeply into. Functioning in his presence. Never to depart out of it. As it is now, we have four rays into and out of his presence. But the time is coming soon when we will not leave his presence. 
And as John spoke, I think it was First John, Second John, we will be given access to come and to go as he directs. So, we're talking about a lot of things here, I know. Kind of an overview. I remember a word that came back in the 50s, once again, to our mentor in the faith. And it was a word called the conjunction of two worlds. That really caught a lot of attention. You know, nothing like something real mystical and out there on the edge. But it was only, for most, a concept. But the reality is that we have come to the conjunction of two worlds, the world of spirit and the world of the natural plane. And they are intersecting more and more than ever before. And the interaction with the cloud of witnesses and others that have gone on will continue to increase. Unfortunately or fortunately, this podcast is really geared to those sons who are desiring meat to grow quickly. Because we don't want to call any punches. We don't want to get too weird, jump too far off the cliff. But it's time to stretch your imagination. To, it was Isaiah, I think, it lengthened the tent pegs of your dwelling. I tell you, the place we've been living is far too restrained. It's time to lengthen your tent pegs. Because I can tell you, from what I've seen and what I've experienced firsthand, the realm of freedom. can't even put words on it. What God is bringing us into, a freedom, it's even hard to imagine. The liberation of the sons. How does it go in Romans? The liberty of the freedom of the saints, of the sons of God, something like that. What's here? And we need to really take out of our vocabulary what is coming. Because what is coming is here now. The only lag is our paradigm that still sees it apart from us and yet a little ways away. But that's all in a limited paradigm that we're still throwing off. God has given us everything. But the problem is, he really has given us everything. It's not promises with a problem. It's not prophecies. It's not future tense. The future is here now. Thank you for listening to our first podcast.